the Armchair Cricket Podcast. News Roundup. Hello all. Welcome to another episode of Armchair Cricket Podcast, a podcast focusing on test cricket by armchair critics of the game. I'm your host Ajit and in this digest episode, let's take a look at all the cricketing news from different parts of the cricketing world. Let's first start off with the news from IPL 2020 and other T20 leagues. So we've already discussed uh, that Suresh Raina decided to leave the CSK team and come back to India. So we get a bit more news about why he may have done this. So he decided to break his silence that, you know, it was indeed a very traumatizing experience for him what happened with his family back home in India. And therefore, um, that was one of the reasons, he says. The others being... He was probably a bit worried about his um, safety within the bio bubble, you know, the safety bubble uh, in which all players are currently, you know, training and uh, staying. Uh, it looks like this may have been breached because uh, a couple of players from the Chennai team were definitely infected and also some support staff were infected. So there have been rumors going around, right? So for these players, Deepak Chahar and uh, Ruturaj, so maybe based on that, uh, you know, Rana probably felt a bit uncomfortable or unsafe. So as a result, he decided to withdraw. But um, following some uh, further talk from Ben Srinivasan and others, it looks like, you know, uh, Rena might uh, be reconsidering coming back. And uh, indeed, he's in touch with the CSK management and he says they have been supportive of him. Therefore, um, you know, it might be that we may see Rena coming back to the CSK camp. So let's wait and watch on this uh, specific uh, news. It looks like there may be more updates coming. Uh, in other you know, uh, news of players withdrawing. So we know that uh, Kane Richardson has withdrawn from RCB because uh, he feels he might not be able to get back uh, home in time for the birth of his first child due to all the COVID-related uh, delays and rules and regulations. Therefore, uh, he's withdrawn from the RCB team for this season and uh, Adam Zampa, uh, an Australian leggy, will be replacing him. Similarly, um, well, in a bit of a blow now, uh, that at least as far as... Um, the Mumbai team are concerned. Uh, Lasit Malinga has pulled out of the IPL 2020. Again, citing some personal reasons. Uh, James Pattinson is rumored to be his replacement. And uh, also, it looks like, you know, CSK's woes may not be all done because Harbhajan Singh has opted to pull out of the IPL 2020. Again, stating that he has some, you know, personal issues that he's really concerned about. And he again has spoken to the um, CSK management and they are supportive of him he says but you know this all does not bode really well for csk but then knowing how resilient they are let us not be surprised if they come out with a sterling performance again this season mustafizur rahman the bangladeshi fast bowler had been approached by multiple uh, ipl teams for this season but he has been denied an noc by bangladesh cricket board because they are uh, probably planning a test series against sri lanka in the same period so they want him to be available for the national team so he's been denied an noc so let's keep an eye on this news as well let's see how it develops because we don't know still whether the store of sri lanka of bangladesh will go ahead if it does it's going to be very exciting for us as test match fans uh, but also it's strange that they are uh, hoping to schedule this during ipl when the rest of the cricketing world has decided to take a pause so let's see how that pans out similarly uh, pakistan's psl uh, which had um, four games left and they had to suspend these games in uh, February because of, uh, you know, COVID fears. Now they have come out with the statement that all of these games will be held in November and all of these will be held in Lahore. So that means I think it will be probably a double header like a weekend and uh, they'll wrap up the PSL 2020. So that's great news for 
all PSL fans. In another slightly, you know, uh, saddening sort of news, Lanka Premier League, which had been planned to go ahead in August, but then was postponed. It looks like it's been postponed to a window somewhere between November 14th and December 6th. And they're also awaiting that maybe some of the lockdown rules in the island nation might be made more easy. As a result, the holding of the tournament might become easy as well. If we take a quick look at CPL, so the defending champions, uh, Barbados Tridents, have been knocked out. They had a bizarre sort of a, you know, a mid-season slump where they were not able to make 100 runs even in three consecutive matches and they've lost all three of them comfortably and now we know they're out. So on the other hand, if you look at the top of the table, Trinbago Knight Riders have been on a continuous winning spree and uh, they're more or less guaranteed now for the knockouts. So it's probably going to be at this stage Trinbago Knight Riders, Ghana and St. Lucia Zooks who are going to make it. Which is the other team that's going to make it to knockout is going to be very interesting to be seen. But, you know, when you look at the form that Trinbaga Knight Riders have been displaying, it sort of evokes the memories of what happened to Guyana last season where they remained unbeaten, but towards the end, they lost team and they, you know, lost out also on the tournament. So, let's see if Trinbaga Knight Riders can maintain this team and uh, let's say the momentum they have built up and they can take the trophy this year. In other T20 news, women's BBL, the WBBL 2020, will be kicking off on October 25th, we get to read, and it's going to be held entirely in Sydney to make sure, you know, any challenges for COVID, um, traveling and other things, all of these can be mitigated and be handled. So these were all the news from, uh, let's say, the T20 leagues from around the world. If you were to now take a look at the international cricket that has happened in the meantime, this is also another T20 tournament, of course, we know this. So in the T20 tournament between Pakistan and England, so we know that the first match had been drained off. But the second and the third match were really, really exciting for cricketing fans because um, uh, the second one was a high-scoring thriller where Pakistan made 195, but England managed to chase it down. The third one was equally interesting because in this case, Pakistan again batted first and made a very high score, 190, but then they were able to restrict England to 185. So this this match went until the last over, even the last ball, one can say. But, uh, you know, uh, Rauf was bowling the last over, managed to, you know, contain um, batsmen. Uh, mostly England put up a very stout, uh, you know, attempt at chasing down the target. But, uh, you know, with Tom Banton making 46 and then uh, Moeen Ali coming good, making 61 and then Sam Billings 26, uh, Gregory making 12 and so on. But in the end, uh, with Tom Curran and Adil Rashid at the crease, uh, the number of runs required of the last over proved to be too high. And even of the last ball, when there was exactly six runs required to win, let's say they were not able to hit a six. Tom Curran, who was on strike, could not strike another six that time. Harris Rauf uh, closed the game out for Pakistan and they ended up, you know, drawing the series one all. In other news, of course, England have now started playing a T20 series against Australia. And this was, um, you know, an interesting sort of a game. So in this case... Uh, we know that it was a very, very, you know, middling sort of a total that England put up, 162, thanks to a very good 50 from uh, David Milan. But uh, Australia were looking really comfortable. In fact, uh, I must say, I stopped following the chase because, you know, Dave Warner and Steve Smith were at the crease and Australia required only run a ball or so with about 40 or 39 runs required with, you know, nine wickets in hand. But somehow Australia managed to choke. They lost six wickets. And they lost the match by two runs in the end. 
and that was a stunning stunning collapse and it was basically inspired by Jofra Archer I think there was some supporting bowling as well where you know multiple wickets were taken uh, back to back as a result uh, you know Australia lost probably you know there is uh, there are also a couple of um, wonderful overs by Chris Jordan towards the end and some of the batsmen are also a little culpable of uh, you know playing a bit uh, hesitantly against the extreme pace of Mark Wood uh, Jordan and of course Archer. So this brought about a very stunning turnaround from England. Uh, this England team, this England at least one day team, uh, they seem to have found a wonderful way of competing and staying alive in the match no matter what. This is one of the, let's say, we know uh, traits of a champion team. So this England limited host team looks like an absolute champions team. When we look at, uh, you know, the news about uh, the squad chosen for this uh, T20 series against Australia, we see that Joe Root has not been able to make a, a place in the squad. And similarly, David Willey, who, who's been doing really well whenever he's gotten chances for England, has been dropped. Because we know Mark Wood and Jofra Archer are available and they have not played any limited overs cricket for England in this whole time. They have been brought back. So... We'll we'll keep an eye on this. Let's see how it um, evolves as the winter comes as well. And maybe David Willey and Joe Root are still not out of the equation as far as, you know, England limited host teams and T20 teams are concerned. All right, then moving forward, if you look at some of the other news, uh, Matthew Hayden, who spent a lot of time in India uh, in the last couple of years commenting on uh, one T20 league or the other, has been appointed as a trade envoy uh, to India by the Australian government. So this is a very nice, let's say, um, elevation or uh, you know, promotion, if we may call it, for Matthew Hayden, who's uh, come to be known by Indians as well as come to know the Indian culture very well. Now, he's able to take part outside of his cricketing duties and actually act as a trade envoy with India. So let's see if, you know, Hayden is able to use all his experience with Indians and uh, in India to make some more um, good contributions to the Australian trade or the trade between India and Australia. Let me put it like that. These are all the, let's say, important news that we wanted to discuss for this episode. Uh, we do hope you are able to stay tuned in and we would love to hear from you. Uh, if you have any thoughts about what you listen on our podcast, do get in touch with us. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at armchaircrickpod or um, via mail armchair.cricket at gmail.com or you can always leave a comment uh, on whichever podcasting app you are listening to us on. So, uh, having said all that, it's a goodbye from me and I wish you a very good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. The Armchair Cricket Podcast. News Talk.